What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. This is KGB. What up, it's DJ EFN. Yo, this is Manny Digital. And welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Yeah. And, and listeners, uh, if you could see EFN's face right now, he's super happy. <laughs> if you didn't hear it in his voice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about your day, bro? You uh, you got that stress face. Nah, just a stressful day, man. Just a lot, a lot of lot juggling on. family, work, just all that shit. All right. Fair enough. If you don't want Actually, to fucking share, I did. I did. Um, no, I'm not. Don't want to share. Um, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Uh, actually, two questions. So one is, um, and I might ask you you guys this before. But my my daughter's like a hangry little girl. She like needs to. She's like a habitual snacker. And if we eat around her, she fucking you know goes ape shit if she's not getting something out of it. Did you guys experience that? And I even told my my girl today, I was like, "Do we need to tell the doctor about this? Like, is this a, is this like a yeah? You, is she like yeah, a you're... little crack fiend or something? Like, what's going on here? You know? Yeah, you asked us about this a couple episodes ago. I can see it's still weighing on you. <laughs> yeah, because she she throws like now she you know she's stronger and and more able and and you know she's just more personality. So she's like definitely throwing a little bit more of a tantrum. You know, and we're like in a today we were in a quiet doctor's office and and the minute that any little snack she had in her hand, you know, finished, she was like vocal, like ah, 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 trying to shake the bag, like shake us down and shit, you know? Hmm. And I don't remember it being that that bad. Like she she you have to be ready with the next one before she wilds out, right? Right, but is that even does that even make sense? Cause you know, like what you're gonna snack forever, like my like to the point where we'll buy. Let's say we get food, right? Like Uber Eats or something for the crib, or if we buy something, we bring it to the crib. My girl will get mad at me because I'm starving, so I'll just start eating, and she's like, "What are you doing?" Ah, and then she'll like unleash my daughter, like put her on the ground, and then it's like my daughter comes straight for me. Oh, she, damn! Your, your girl <laughs> sets you up. <laughs> food food wars. Yeah, so it's like the whole thing is that we can't really eat our food around her because she'll want to eat something you know so we have to like put her to sleep before we eat <laughs> or, hi- or eat in hiding interesting yeah Yo, you, you might want you, you might want to ask the doctor about that one i, I think, think it probably has less to do about the food and, and i mean if i was just to guess it has less to do about food and more about just like trying to get what you know just testing the boundaries of getting what she wants type stuff i, I think i need to check with the doctor about yourselves because this closet eating shit you guys are starting to do now it's just not good <laughs> <laughs> i mean my girl i asked my girl if we need 
you know, my girl reads a lot of stuff and she's always, you know, trying to figure out things as a as a first time new parent type of thing. And she says it from much I'm a gathering from whatever she's read. It's pretty normal. Yeah, I can't imagine. I, I don't I don't see it as abnormal. I mean, it's right. it's different for you guys, but I don't think it's and a it's, big deal. And it's not like I mean, from the last doctor visit, it's not like my daughter, you know, she's a little chubby baby, but it's not supposedly the weight is fine. Everything's fine. But what I was telling my girl today, I was like, I don't know, man. If this is indicative of, of what's to come with the terrible twos, nah, it's going to get terrible. The, <laughs> you know? the terrible is coming early. Yeah. And my girl said, oh, no, it's because she's not she's not vocal. Like, she's not she can't communicate. So that's she's frustrated. And I said, I don't think that's it because we know very well what she wants with, you know, with the, the communication we have now. Like, she... She'll say no. She'll say yes. She'll she'll nod her head. She'll wiggle out if she wants to get down on the floor from your arms and all that stuff. You know, she'll reach out if she wants something. So my thing is, what's I told her the only difference is going to happen when she could say words and sentences. She'll be like, "I want food now." Yeah, that's, that's the only thing that's going to happen differently. It's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. I don't think you got to worry about that shit. Oh, man, I don't know. On stressed out days. Yo, but wait, can, can we go back a little bit? Because I think it's hilarious. I, I do this too. In it's my house. hilarious. Yeah. Halal, it's hilarious. Ha- <laughs> um, w- when I buy food, right? Especially if it's like something that I haven't had in a long time, right? I gotta make sure that even if they all say no, I don't want any. I gotta make sure all my kids have enough for their on their own, right? Because right. I don't want nobody touching my shit, my wife yeah. included. I ask everybody up front, even if they say no, I buy enough so everybody eats. Because in my house, no is never the option when there's food right. in the house. So I, I'm i always like that, though. I'm, I'm, I'm like fucking covering my shit, like hoarding my own food. Because I'm like, yo, I don't want nobody touching my shit. Because, I, I, you know, you, you build up this fucking anxiety a little bit as, right. as you're approaching it. So I think it's funny. I, it was kind of like my little, I don't know. I'm not the proudest of that shit, but that's one of the things that I do all the time. So it's great that you do it. You know what I was remembering about food was, um, I think it was the other other day I ordered some pizzas for dinner. And and it was like, all right, just going to order a couple of pizzas so everyone had more than enough. Right. And, And then, but it just got me thinking like how blessed and lucky we are to even be able to do that. Cause I just remember growing up and, you know, the thought of ordering a pizza, that was like a big deal. That was luxury. That was luxury. luxury. Yeah. And then, and then when, you know, and it was one pizza, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get that one pizza. And I just remember like, damn, everyone's going to get two slices or one slice. And, you know, obviously I wanted more and I was hungry for more, but you know, it's like everyone had to eat. Um, and that was just that there was no other, it, you know, there wasn't like, we're going to order two pizzas. It was, you get one, right. you know, there's one pizza and, um, thought it was a tangent but it just was a reminder like well i mean i don't it's a little bit i think what we're talking about now is a little bit different from what i was talking yeah yeah yeah, totally but but no but going back to what you're saying and what manny said growing up and not having enough or you know or or Mm -hmm. being scarce or or being far in between like a pizza or or something that was like considered like a luxury which now you look at it's not a luxury but still you know it's it's like it's it's like a treat it's a treat (laughs) 
it's funny because the same thing Manny was saying, I developed in in my myself in adulthood is which is now that I can you know maybe afford something. I and I and I trick myself to say, well, I'm not. It's good for me and it's good for the other person. Like I'm gonna make sure, like if I go out with someone and they don't got bread, hey man, I'm just gonna cop you something because I don't want you looking at my shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, you know, I'm gonna get enough that you know for everybody, and and I might even get some for myself and put it to the side. You know, because I know. Wow. <laughs> I wait no, because if I wait a little bit, like let's say you know you you have a get together. Or whatever, you know, I might not necessarily eat because I'm just, you know, drinking, talking shit. And when push comes to shove, you look, your shit is gone. Like everything's gone. Like everybody fucked it up. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, nah, I'm going to get some shit and put it in the fridge and I don't got to stress it. Now I'm a better host that way now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. I thought you meant like you put it to the side in front of everybody. You mean get no. your own shit. All right. No, all right, all right. just get a little extra or whatever, you know, or put something to the side. So that way you're not, you're not like, you know, like, ah, oh, shit, I, I better hurry up and grub up or something. But whatever, going back to children. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Before we go back to children, when I was when I was a well, when I was a child, I always thought a pizza was a single slice. So the concept of a pizza pie That's New York slices are, are fucking damn near a whole nah, pie. Bro, but I mean still. <laughs> Cause like when you think about like growing up and not having enough, like right. the it never really was an option. You know, for the most part. So anytime somebody said pizza, I automatically saw a slice. A slice, right. It wasn't like a pie. And you're right. It was like even going to McDonald's. I mean, we we didn't really eat it. But, like, that was like, yo, we going, fan, like, fancy. Like, that was fancy eating back in the day. And that shit creates a whole bunch of, like, now that you're older and you can, you know, you're in a better position, you look at all this shit and you're like, damn, bro. Like you didn't realize you you had less than, but oh yeah, you don't. Really did. I, I didn't. I don't really think about it until you know I've got a a damn near a whole pizza for my son just sitting right. there, and he's like not having to you know he can eat as much as he wants Worry. until he's full. <laughs> right, yeah. it's not it's, a, it's not a thought. It's crazy mentally how growing up a certain way, how it follows you and how it like it guilt trips you later on in life, or or like even when you said to be you know you got to be grateful. I'm like. You know, damn, that's real. Like we're able to do certain things now, but still, you you live sometimes with the fear of of sliding backwards into that too. So that's another type of anxiety too. Like even like the pizza thing. Like you're right, it used to be a slice or two, and even now when I eat more than two slices, even though I'm a gordito, I could eat a whole fucking pie. But if I eat more than two, I'm like, damn, I just gorge. Like, oh man, that's foul. I just ate too much. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, because you're thinking about the time that, you know, yeah, you, your your parents just bought one pizza. And, you know, once you divided it, everybody got like one or two slices. You know, obviously, you know, the adults got more and the kid got less. Right. Usually, you know right. what I'm saying? Yo, so, I, yeah. yo, I eat five New York slices now and I'm like, yes, son, I'm the man. Fuck childhood. You might, eat, you might even do certain things over now because you're just like, I can't. Yeah, you right. know, I made it. <laughs> no, that's real. That's real. But then I'd be feeling guilty if I do that because then I'd be like, hold up, bro. You never know if you go back and look at you. You just fucking overspurge for no goddamn reason. <laughs> That's true. You know, like I didn't know in life, uh, and this might sound funny, but I didn't know that you you would buy on a regular basis in life. Uh, this is going to sound probably weird. So uh, under undershirts and fucking underwear. On a, oh, me either. Like in I, my life, I like not till adulthood, young adulthood. 
did because I'm I might have had undershirts and underwear that from fucking junior high or high school yeah. if they fit me. Yeah. All the way up through to young adulthood and, and people were like, yo, the fuck you gotta buy this shit. Like stop like, wearing underoos. <laughs> every seat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're damn right. Um but it was funny. And socks. And socks is the other thing too. Like right. Socks yeah, will socks have is a, holes. Socks is a nice shit. luxury item now. Yeah, and oh. people be like, be like, yo, you gotta buy this shit like, like every six months or however often you need them, man. Like you just once this, you throw them away and you buy new shit. You I'm thought like, you throw it away? You thought the wasted, <laughs> the wasted elastic was right, normal. Like, oh, it's a yeah, little... that, that yeah, the little <laughs> fucking thing fucking you up every so often. Oh yeah, my wife will still she'll look at me sometimes because I wear the shit out of some socks. I, for whatever <laughs> reason, I, I wear them out like I just too. walk heavy. And she'll and and you know they might start getting a hole in the heel and she'll look at me and she's just like, you run will a you just foot? buy yourself <laughs> a new pair of socks? It's crazy, man. It it really is crazy. But yeah, but we're yeah. here now, bro. So yeah, for sure, it's good that you brought that up, Kay, because we don't take. I don't think we take enough time to like really think about that shit and give thanks because it's these these things we take for granted now and they mean so much, especially if you you know look at it in hindsight. And give things on every level because, you know, even when we were at that at the point that we're all talking about with the one pizza or whatever, you know, I'm sure that there was times that you should be thankful for even that, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Over your head, yeah, you know, fucking sure. power, you know, you could get a pie even if it's once every two weeks or whatever. Like, you know, even though things were scarce, you had more than the, than somebody, somebody else. Yeah. Yep. So, and now there's obviously fucking people that are way more paid than us or whatever have more money or and you know and but i I mean like i'm fucking extremely fucking grateful at this point in life for sure me too me too um so fellas let's do something a little bit different i mean we're still kind of in our intro mode and and uh but we have a a friend who's gonna guest today as well and we did have um, uh, a listener write in and i wanted uh our guest in on this conversation as well, because he's got uh, a little bit of insight and and something that goes along uh, similar lines. So let's bring him in. You cool? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So with us tonight is an old friend of the show. Uh, this brother is a CFO. For those that don't know, that's Chief Financial Officer of a arts organization. And he's a student of the game. Welcome, Black Seas. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, my brother. Absolutely pleasure to be here. You know, chopping it up with the brethren. Absolutely. Yeah. You, know, you you forgot to mention, Kay. I mean, he's a father of several kids. No. That's that's true. This is true. Yeah. This is I'm, true. This is I'm, true. I'm a proud, proud father of two beautiful young ladies, and in fact, also a godfather of another young lady and a mentor to many others. So yes, without question. Absolutely. The Godfather thing's been coming up a lot fatherhood lately, man. Yeah. I gotta rep more for the Godfathers. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, real. He, he, he definitely takes takes the, the Godfather role very seriously. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of a lot of kids out here with um <clears throat> an absence of uh, a fatherhood figure, you know. So we have to step in and uh do it you know, community village style. And uh, and supplement, you know what I mean. So that's uh, I got a lot of love to give. You know what I mean. That's what's so, up. You know, true. Gotta true. gotta do that. You know, and 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 my my goddaughter actually 
<clears throat> I met her when uh, when she was four years old, and also a, a classmate of my youngest daughter uh, in, in you know in kindergarten. So you know, there was an absence, there was a need, there was a, a, a strong friendship, and so we built from there. You know, cool. That's beautiful. So we're gonna read. So Manny's gonna go ahead and read what this uh, listener wrote in and appreciate you writing in. And then um, we'll give our take on it. And then we're going to segue into uh, a story that C's has that uh, is, has to do with this, I think. Yeah. yeah. For, <laughs> and, for, and for those of you listening, make sure you follow us on all the official IG Twitter. That is at fatherhoods pod on all those platforms. Um, so today's question comes from, uh gentleman on IG. His name is Beans. So Beans uh is looking for a little advice. Beanie Siegel hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's from New York though. He's he's a Mets fan. He's a Mets fan. So okay. um he he's a new listener, so so shout out to him. Um he's been binge listening to our, our podcast and he finds himself in a situation. He has been with his girl for four years and she has a she has a son. And he treats him like it's his own son for the last four years. But his father's kind of in the picture, but not really. Um, his son only sees him when his dad has to uh, go pick him up or what have you. And so he's been trying to get to meet the dad. So now, again, this is going on four years. And he's been trying to meet the father and kind of establish a, a relationship, a rapport with the dad so that they could be on equal footing with respect to raising the kid and making sure everything is copacetic. And he's asking, like, you know, he's kind of reaching that last straw, and he's trying to figure out whether or not he should keep trying to establish a relationship with, with the, the biological father. So that's that's the question. Should he continue to, even though he's extended the hand and tried to multiple times, or should he just dead it? Well, Manny, you you already right. have that situation, right. so so tell us your take on that. So, from my personal situation, and and I'll disclaimer to everybody: we're not attorneys, we're not fucking therapists, we're just three dudes, <laughs> four dudes in this case, with just opinions, and everybody knows they all fucking smell like shit at the end of the day. <laughs> but um, but in my particular case, um, I I can't say I ever. I, I played it through my wife, meaning I kind of let her do what she thought was the best and bring us together when she felt the need to and exclude him and and or myself when it was necessary. Um, I never took the step like this gentleman, which I think is bold, to proactively try to go reach out and, and make something happen, right? Um, so I, I, to this day, it's never been – like we don't have a relationship. We're cordial whenever we're in the same – you know, room. I I hear that he. Well, I know his family's really uh, ha happy with the way you know his daughter ended up, given the circumstances. But he and I personally, we don't. I can't say we have a relationship. Right. Yeah. So that's so, that. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, you... yeah, no, no. Look, I hear that. That's, that's but, one way that it goes down. I mean, you know, I mean, <clears throat> me personally. You know, looking at the circumstance, I mean, I was so compelled. Uh, I mean, you know, give you a visual real quick. Like, you know, here we are at uh, at the father-daughter dance in kindergarten, you know, 
and you know, here's my 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 daughter, both of my daughters, they're in the building, and we're doing it. You know, we're having a ball. Everybody's you know having a ball, and then then there's my my goddaughter, um, who is uh, just crying on the dance floor. You know what I'm saying? Like tears, like my father doesn't love me type thing. You know what I mean? Wow. And, um, you know, it was, uh, it was a circumstance where clearly anyone with a, with a heart and you know conscience would, would step in, but it was also impactful on not only myself, but a good friend of mine was there. And, you know, it's like, you know, so we, we had to really, you know, step in and, 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 and show love and, 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 and actually be that, that father figure. And that's how it goes down. I mean, you know, it's such that these circumstances require, you know, men to, 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 to get in and get in there a little bit and show some, show some love. I mean, that's, that's, that's how we did it. Um, you know, and it continued from there. I mean, so, you so with your, with your goddaughter, did you, so she was basically the dad seems to be out of the picture or not super in the picture did you take it upon yourself to have a relationship with the dad from for for your goddaughter's sake, or I, I guess as it pertains you know, to our you know, listeners' question as well, should right. he continue on to try to make this make sure, this uh, no, happen? Well, I mean, the, the way I look at that, honestly, like philosophically, is um, you know you extend the olive olive branch, you know you extend your hand, as long as you know that's you can determine that that has been seen to be the case that you extend it, then you just, you know, kind of fall back and see, you know, whether or not that's reciprocated personally. That's how I, you know, I get down with it, but I mean, that's how I did, you know, you know, my circumstance, it was like, you know, he wasn't in the picture until uh, she was probably about seven. And then he, he came through, I actually happened to be over uh, at their house. Like we were doing some after school homework stuff. And, um, he came through on this very theatrical, you know, bawling, crying, remorseful, um, you know, and, you know, trying to, you know, get his daughter to hug her. He hadn't been in her life since she was probably like one and a half, and now she's seven. Um, and, uh, you know, and, you know, it was all embracing. I, look, I, I never, I happen to know that, you know, when you have that situation, you don't want the child to feel like their father doesn't love them. So you, you want to, you know, underline that fact to them, you know, and, and in terms of in this situation of reaching out, it was a situation where, you know, I extended the, the, the olive branch of, Hey, you know, you know, we've been, uh, you know, really close for years and, and, and I've been a, a, a kind of father figure in her life, but, you know, my mission is to let her know that, that you in fact love her and, you know, I'm here, you know, we doing it and, you know, but, you know, saying like the guy, the guy has six baby mothers and ten kids. You feel me? So Damn you know, it's... yeah, you know, and so work. yeah, round town. You know, so so you know, my my thing was like, okay, I'm gonna show her love, just like I show my daughter's love. I got extra love to give. We we coordinate on everything, so might as well do that. And you know, but never to badmouth them. And I also, you know, let him know, hey. You know, we here, we doing it like this, and um, but you know, it's it, you know, I'm not in the way of anything that you 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 want to build. So that that's kind of how I did it. I mean, that, but I, I do. That, that's that's the maturity, right? 
um, being able yeah. to do that, compartmentalize and like, cause you know, I feel, and I, f- I feel like this is probably the case with younger dads versus call it more mature dads in age, right? Like your first, mm-hmm. your first reaction in a scenario like that is like, nah, yo, fuck that. Nah, whatever. Uh, you know, try to, try to confront them about some shit. Yeah, the macho shit. Yeah, yeah. and like right, right, right. And, and you know, if you take a second to think like you can't you can't talk about another man's situation without really understanding it, right? And I'm right. you in your case, you're trying to make it comfortable for the dad to like, you know, be active right. and 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 at least show face every now and again. A lot of cats, mm-hmm. I feel like because of all that prejudgment, it the, the situation becomes way out of control and and out of context and i think it's a damaging thing like we we got to do better as men oh yeah so so fast forward fast forward a little bit with your situation because because uh it's taken a a a very strange turn right 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 from what you were telling me yeah no so so check it out so that was um the first meeting okay now so i've been in her life since she was four and then she's seven he comes back in it turns out that you know his his objectives were not to really sincerely be in her life it was really about just trying to get it back at mom's that's kind of how he he gets down where you know he tries to basically get back at all the mamas of the kids and you know do a little something for the kids here and there but so you know uh you know, she, she kind of determined that that was the case. And, you know, there was still continuing absence and, and, uh, you know, wonder on the part of, uh, my goddaughter. I said, like, what's the deal? Like, does he really want to, you know, be in my life? Like, well, you know, he's not really checking for me like that. But, um, and then, you know, so seven years passed, right? So she's 14 now, you know, or 13, she's about to turn 14, you know, and now it's a different kind of a situation because, you know, she's 13, she's a teenager. And so she throwing shade, you know, she is, she's always at my house. He, you know, he, he, he's like, I, I need her to come over for the weekend. And she, she's, she's not, you know, this is not no conversation going on amongst the parents. She's kind of like, eh, I don't really want to come through there because all he really wants her to do is be there so he can be sitting back, laying back with the remote. And she can she can be taking care of, of all her little brothers that she barely knows. You know oh, what I mean? So, wow. You know, yeah. So he he doing it like that, like like he he wants a hold of her now because she can form a a, a place in that whole ten kid situation where he can you know lay back. Anyway, bottom line is, you know, he start getting frustrated because she really doesn't want to get with him. Uh, you know and you know, so he starts blaming that or, or seeking to blame that on, uh, you know, who it's convenient to blame it on, which, you know, which is me. You feel me? So, you know, like, so a couple, you know, about a month ago, you know, <clears throat> and I've had a relationship with him over the time. Like, he'll come through, you know, bless bless me with, you know, pick up his daughter. I'll drop his daughter off over at his house. You know, it's all, it's all, it's all been love. But, you know. All of a sudden, about a month ago, he hit me up and he's like, "Hey, what's going on, man? You know, um, trying to get at my daughter. She's at your house. She was actually at my house with my wife. Uh, they were gonna go to the movies or whatever. But it turns out he had a different agenda, you know. So he was like, I need to talk to you.' 
you know, and I was like, okay, come through, you know, let's go. We were actually out at a spot having a beverage. I'm like, you know, what you need to talk about? He was like, I need to talk in person. He comes through, you know, so within five seconds of his arrival on the scene, I dap him up, half hug, you know, dap, like whatever. Then out the blue, he just slices my face open with a razor, yo. Yo, he bucked 50 This shit took a turn quick, bro. Yo. Yo, when was this? No indication. This shit was fucking in September. Wow. You know? Like, I'm still healing from this shit. Like, you know, Whoa. like, out of the blue. Some buck 50 shit. Some, yeah. But it wasn't even, like, there was never any ill vibe expressed. There was, I mean, I've had a, about a seven-year, you know, relationship with him where, I, you know, we've hollered, whatever. He's come through. We may have, you know, played a little whatever, chill, had a beverage, you know. But, like, this was out of the blue. And um, so, you know, then Brandon jumped to the car and sped off. Like, you know what I mean? So now uh, that whole thing is, is, is going on. And, you know, I was blessed that um, the healing process has been tremendous on some Wolverine type shit. Like, my shit is kind of hidden in, in, my, in, my, in my beard, right? Uh, I had a damn board meeting three days later. Anyway, so drama, right? But um, uh, the whole bottom line is like, it's the ill part about it is like, I'm like, you know, that's some real cowardly, crazy circumstance, but, you know, it's really going to be detrimental to him and his relationship with his daughter, you know, because, yeah, I mean, you know, it'll, whatever the adjudication will take place in the criminal courts and all that, but it's like, yo, I thought we was cool. You know what I mean? I mean, but, uh, is his mental stability even there to even be a parent? Exactly. Exactly. That don't seem like no stable shit, no normal yeah. shit, no provocation from your side. Like, right. How are you going to slice someone in the face? For- That's some ISIS yeah. shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's some old terrific shit. Like, you know, so, you know, and it was a complete uh, surprise to me, particularly how it went down, because there, there was no animosity on the phone. It's like, yo, I just wanted to holler at you, whatever. And, um, you know, of course, I've never wished him any ill will. My philosophy has always been, look, it's about the child. Mm-hmm. And when you have a circumstance where a child has been neglected by their parent, uh, you know, even bad-mouthing the parent in the absence as they're doing their thing is detrimental to the child's developmental yeah. Uh, psychology, yeah. right? Like you want a child to know that their that their parent, regardless, you know, loves them. So I've always been about on that. I've always been like, listen, your dad's not around, but you know, he loves you. It's just he's got drama. He doesn't know how to deal with it. He didn't have a father in his life, and plus, he doesn't have. He's got dealing with the difficulty trying to provide for all these kids. So don't take it personal. Almost like. You know, just rest assured, he loves you. I love you. Your mother loves you. Everybody, you know. So that's that's that's. But then here he comes with this, you know. So it it, it complicates things considerably, um, you know, because it's like, wow, and you know, it, the strange thing about it is like the way it went down. It's like you know, a casual third party observer would think, oh, we got into it and or something like that. Nah, this was like a premeditated strike. But anyway, my whole thing is I'm trying to be on the larger, you know, chess game levels, uh, 30,000 foot view levels and 
not bring any negativity to either her life or my life in a continuing, you know, capacity, you know, my shit is like, okay, I'm gonna let the, the let the courts handle it, let you know, uh, and and just you know try to move forward, but it's highly unfortunate. Wow. You know. Yeah, that's terrible, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm trying to be just shit. adult about it or whatever. Yo, you good, son? Because yeah. that shit, that shit's easy <laughs> for somebody to just flip and do some dumb shit. Right. You know, seriously, because it's like, yo, then you be thinking, okay, well, damn. Um, you know, it's like it's, it's complicated, right? But yeah. but I I have resolved to the to the fact that I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let the, the courts handle it it's going to ultimately be a terribly detrimental thing for his continuing interaction with either his child or, or society, you know what I mean? Right. But, you know, but, you know, my long game is to remember to be, you know, representing for who I am, which is a, you know, stand up tell the community, you know, father type dude, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to give love and, that, and, 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 and ultimately he'll see, you know how how that has affected his relationship with with shit with with everybody because now he's about to be taken out the scene. So yeah. So anyway, so you so chalking it up to like that being a culmination of just being jealous. His daughter doesn't want to fuck with him. He's looking yeah, at you man. like, damn, you know, she he's acting like the father that, and I'm supposed to be the dad, and he's just kind of lost it right. at that point. Right. Whereas he had showed over the past seven years tremendous appreciation for my presence oh right? shit that's crazy you know like it, that, that's that's the ill part I mean, you know we i took my two daughters and my goddaughter last year uh, spring break to paris you know we traveled all around france you know just because you know i had partners over there and i was able to do it like that and you know uh and he, he even called me in paris like oh my god it's great you know you're um you're giving my showing my daughter this this uh horizon broadening thing. He didn't put it like that, but you know, just like and he's mad appreciative. But I think what what what's really was getting at him of late is, you know, she's starting to show that she knows what it is and she don't really wanna get down with him. You know, she's like, You haven't been here my whole life <laughs> you know, so he had to figure out some type of way to substantiate that and like think about how you know i'm at fault for that you feel mm. me so anyway that that's the, that's just the dumb shit but it's, it's ultimately detrimental on uh both her and and him ultimately so you know that's but just... Uh, i'm just trying to like build and move forward yo <clears throat> that's just crazy man yeah well, man. well i mean it sucks for you but kudos to you for uh kind of taking the high road here because you you can easily lose sight of what you're showing to your kids and in this case your goddaughter by your actions right and it's absolutely i I don't think anybody can necessarily blame you for that but at the same time you continue to consistently be elevated in her eyes by taking this this road which i think in the long run pays dividends as far as her development and how she ends up because if she sees you stoop down to his level I think all hope is right. lost as far as male figures go. Uh, I mean, right, shit. and then that's a that could blow Sorry. up in all kind of different directions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm like, you, you're absolutely right. You know, I'm worried about the other kids. 
in that dude's life. Yeah. To be quite yeah. honest with you, the way that dude's acting. Yeah. Yeah, that's just got to be know? crazy, man. Yeah, man. But, uh, Fuck. I you know, even... like I said, <laughs> my, my mission is to just try to continually demonstrate. Like, I'm playing the long game. Yeah. You know? The long game is in five, ten years, all these kids are going to be, you know, adults. You know what I mean? So, my my long game is like, okay, you're going to see the difference in, in, in action. Even with my two daughters, you know, they're like, what? You know? But uh, the, the fact of the matter is, my mission is to, to, to keep all that love continuing to, to you know, percolate amongst the, the, the loved ones and uh, kind of just, you know, relegate that dumb shit to, you know, what it is and, and be above it, you know? So, so let's talk. Is. Let's talk about your daughters for a second. Um, yeah. So, Rolling Loud New York came through a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. And um, <laughs> was <laughs> was it was it your youngest or your oldest that that went out there? My oldest. She's seventeen, man. So she's on the verge. She's doing college tours and all that. So you know she was trying to roll heavy with all of her her girlfriends to go out there. And then you all know. of a sudden, day of show. You you end up showing up out the blue, <laughs> right? Yeah, I got a, a invitation, you know, you know out the blue <laughs> to come through. You know, I woke up that morning and I told her, you know, she's plotting and planning. I told her, um, I'm gonna be there. So, you know, and so she, immediately she was like, No, Daddy, no, don't, no, like you know, chaperone. Like, I'm <laughs> right, I'm gonna skunk her group with her girlfriend. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna be around y'all. Um, but I'm I'm gonna be over in the VIP section. Don't even worry about it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> <Stunting on> <laughs> you know oh. but quietly I did wanna have some proximity because you know they're not thinking everything through correctly. They're not thinking about the fact that it's gonna be fifty thousand kids under the influence, crazy trying to get out of that place. You know? So I was happy to have the invitation so that I could be in uh, at least in close proximity. Uh, now, now did you happen? Did you see her at all during when you were there? Aside from the aside from the end? Nah, nah, not at all, not at all. You know, matter of fact, I was calling her, and you know, there was um, shall we say, you know, like it was clear that amongst her, her and her people. You know, there might have been some intoxicants involved somewhere, you know, being 17, 18, you know. But I was, you know, I mean, I'm like, all right, you know, let me just make sure y'all are cool. You know, those are the kinds of things that are going to go down. But uh, I just want to be nearby because y'all haven't thought through how y'all getting home. (laughs) Sees, what was the, uh, the, was your wife, like, cheering for you to be there? Or, like, was she stressing you? You know what? The ill dynamic is, <clears throat> you know, because my daughter's such a uh, scholar and, um, you know, she handles her business quite well, but she's very much like me and she's going to handle our business to get her grades and everything, but then she's going to wild out on the low, right? Mm. So, you know, so, but my wife, you know, when I attempt to engage in my surveillance moves or, like, attempt to understand what's really going on in the situation, because I know there's trickery involved, yeah. you know, uh, she's, like, you know, acting like I'm crazy. 
because she <laughs> lives vicariously a little bit through 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 our oldest daughter, oh. you know, and 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 our oldest daughter does give all all kinds of reasons to believe that she's in, entirely in control of all of her circumstance. But my thing is like, okay, I know that disposition. I leveraged leveraged that disposition, and I was in some highly precarious situations growing up, <laughs> even with straight. Age. You feel me? So, but, so but I let, know that that gene's in there. But but let me <laughs> let me ask you because I'm actually I have I haven't caught my oldest. She's twelve. I haven't caught my mm. oldest doing anything. I would con- yeah, you know you I would consider wilding out. Yeah, nothing nothing <laughs> like that. But but she handles her business. She's very responsible. So mm. you know, even in your case, you know, there's some trickery and shit going on. But even in your case, are you more lenient? toward all of that because you know that she's doing what she needs to do in every other regard or are you still kind of vigilant and skeptical that shit might go sideways nah i am i'm you know, on the real i'm i'm like i'm giving you your leeway as a matter of fact i respect your gangster on some levels okay because i know i want to see you with that ability to handle all your business and also you know, clear the, the ways that you can get your freedoms. I respect that. But, you know, as the father, you know I got to make certain that everybody's cool and safe and everything's cool, right? So I'm just not naive. You know, I don't put any, by no means do I put any rigorous controls, yeah. you know, by no means. But I'm just watching a little bit like, hmm, okay, because, like, you know, put like this. Uh, maybe four months, four or five months ago, you know, she's over Lauren's, Lauren Hill's house, you know. She's, she's, she's hanging out with, with all of Lauren Hill's kids. I'm and, sorry. Uh, Time out. Did you just stunt? Excuse you just, us, man. Did you just stunt on us? <laughs> Yo, Black Seas, you, you hang up, B. Hang up the phone, son. <laughs> you, can, you, can't, you can't just come up on our podcast and talk about Lauren Hill like she's like, Look, a regular person. Hey, look, look, I, look. I'm not saying nothing about about Lord. It's just you know this kid. No, 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 no. Time out, time out. No, 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 no. <laughs> we we got to go back a little bit. You're talking about the Lauren Hill. Fruits, Lauren Hill. Hey, come on, yes, yes. Oh yes, shit, man. Yes, okay, yes. Surprise, you surprise. Know, so, right. So you know, and she's got boys, and they're they're you know 18, 16. You know, what I mean, they're right around in there, and you know. There's, there's probably a, a, a great deal less surveillance going on in, of that circumstance, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you know, so, you know, I'm like giving her a leeway. Okay, yeah, go chill, whatever, y'all, you know, y'all friends or whatever. But, um, you know, there's one time I came through and people were, you know, kind of twisted back, you uh-huh. know. <laughs> you know, so I know how things go down. Things, you know, get, can get a little, you know, and, and everything was cool, but. You know, you're picking up your daughter, and uh, you know she's uh, a little bit tipsy, and you're wondering what, what what the deal is. Now, of course, her credentials and everything, she's impeccably, you know what I mean. But you know, it's a one-time situation. You know, there's a little tipsiness going on, right? So, so I'm like, all right, okay, let me uh, perhaps engage in a little bit more surveillance of her circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like NSA over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so with with, with that, you know, someone type thing with that out there, I'm like, okay. So my my personal disposition really is like, okay, 
I know what I was doing at 17, 18. And, you know, similar, I know I was taking a great deal more risk than you were, than you are. So, but, you know, there's, there's the known unknowns and there's unknown unknowns. Like I, I'm not trying to have you get clips of circumstance where, you know, it's beyond your control. So to the extent that my, my, I'm in, engaged in like active understanding of what, what, she, what she got going on, it's just for the, for the purpose of, you know, uh, protection and guidance and all that. But I do give her some, some leeway. Whereas, you know, my wife is a little bit more like, go ahead, you doing your thing. Go ahead. I trust you. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, it so, gets, so what you're talking about 12, 12 and all that and you know younger kids I, I understand that but it gets tremendously more complicated and complex when you start flirting with these 16 17 18 year old age ranges yeah th- you know thank what you, I mean? th- thank you for your well wishes brother i, I really appreciate that <laughs> I got a long way to go. Yeah. So when so when you got your seventeen year old daughter and all her friends, at the, you know, near the end of the night, rolling loud, right. and mm-hmm. you know, Travis Scott is on, and and yeah. they're all still yeah. trying to yeah. hang out, but but you're doing your surveillance and trying to make sure right. they get home safe. How does that all iron out? What's the, what's the conversation like Post. with the with your daughter about getting home and and how to, how do you maneuver that? Because obviously. Uh, you're probably not going to leave and feel comfortable. Like, damn, I hope they get home safe and all that good yeah. shit. <laughs> right, right. See, that's 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 the whole thing. Like, you know, they, she didn't understand like my my mo of what I was doing, but I was hanging back just to make sure because I know they didn't think it all the way through, you know. And plus, it was clear through my conversation with her and hearing all her friends in the background as Travis Scott going on and like i'm like okay let's set up the, the you know i'm like well, why don't i just take y'all home i mean i had cleared out my truck you know and i had my truck parked nearby and i'm like all right well i know y'all got plans of how y'all getting home but you know and and, and i i can detect from my conversation with her and and her friends in the background that clearly somebody had some maybe a couple of drinks maybe a couple of puffs whatever they were a little bit a little something right so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to put anybody on blast. I'm just going to, I'm like, look, okay, so look, let me just, how about I just make sure to grab all y'all, you know, because you, you don't sound like y'all game plan for getting home. Y'all all the way in Queens. We got to get to, you know, Newark and South Orange, West Orange, New Jersey for all the, all these kids. The plan wasn't, wasn't really well constructed. So I was like, you know what, how about I just load y'all up into my truck? And so here go my daughter. My dad's going to take us to the train station. You know, she's concerned about me, like, you know, <laughs> looking like, uh, you know, the dad who's, who's, you know, hanging, hanging around. But all her friends are like, yeah, yeah, thanks. You know, but even that was, if you think about it, that's stupid. Why am I going to take y'all to the train station? I'm going to take y'all all the way home. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, and then even setting up the rendezvous point, I'm like, okay, meet by the rolling loud sign, you know. They didn't go in 50 different directions. So now we're in a crowd of 50,000 kids trying to get out of Rolling Loud. And it's smoke everywhere. Kids are drunk and throwing up, you know, all kind of stuff <laughs> is going on. As a, they, they didn't corral 50,000 kids into a long, you know, gated, 
you know, you know. Sounds like Mad Max shit. Right. It was like that. It was like it was on some post-apocalyptic crazy. And um, you know, so you know, I'm seeing that the that their planning uh was just completely, you know, a remiss. Like they had no idea. I'm like, stop right where you are. Give me the GPS points. I'm coming to y'all. Whatever. So I got to navigate through fifty thousand drunk kids and shit. And then, so that takes an hour and a half. Anyway, I finally meet up with them, and um, they're they're just chilling, seven deep, young ladies, right? Everybody's like, I was pleasantly surprised that they, I mean, not surprised, but pleasantly uh, understanding that they were all perhaps like just a little, you know, tipsy as seventeen year olds might be. And then, um. And then we start walking to my car. On the way, we encounter like three, four other kids who just have no way to get home to go to their to go to their school. So now I'm I'm rolling with me and eleven kids to my car. Um, and luckily I was able to boat load them all into my truck. Just put on, put down all the seats. Everybody piled in, and and you know I drove them all home to New Jersey and. You know, it felt great, honestly, because, you know, I was able to get them all home safely. You feel me? You know, and, and you know, if I hadn't have done that lurking, I hadn't received that invitation to be somehow nearby, there's no telling when they would have got home or what kind of situations would have, would have popped off. Because it was just, it was crazy. Indeed. So, that, was, that was a success. You feel me? Nice. This is where we insert the sound effects of the hand clapping <laughs> crowd going nuts. The rolling loud crowd. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So 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 the big question is, would would you allow them to do that next year without your lurking? You know what? I would. I would because here's the here's the Because he has a drone the then. <laughs> <laughs> A right. rolling, a rolling quiet drone. Right, I would deploy my my squadron of drones. True. No, um, what I'm saying is the illest part about this, and when you think about it, when I've thought about it myself, I'm actually happy that I'm allowing for her to kind of eclipse some boundaries a little bit, and you know, get a little experience prior to departure for college, right? Because I want her to know that. She has the. I want to know that she has the capacity to not lose her damn mind. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like you want to give iteratively greater amounts of uh, you know agency to them to handle their own circumstances because you can't control all the situations that they're gonna run into. Facts. So you you definitely don't want to be on some shelter, shelter, shelter shit. Like you want to be on some. Let me let you explore what are the potential pitfalls, give you some guidance, you know, be watching now, pull you back, but then give you even a little because, hey, next year she's going to be in college off somewhere, and I'm not going to be there at all. So I, I like the, the fact, or I'm encouraged by the fact that, sure, there's been a little bit of experimentation, which, you know, precipitates some discourse on what are the boundaries and what are the the ways which you can lose your damn mind and end up in a fucked up situation, right? So, you know, that education is like a thing. You want to do that and then let them, let them fly, you know? So I would definitely let her go again. 
And I didn't even like after that whole, you know, Lauren Hill situation. You know, I didn't. There I you didn't go again, son. Stunting. <laughs> Shit. Huh? I got it, bro. I got it. I got it. You know Lauren Hill. I got it. <laughs> so you mean to right, tell me I'm they're sorry. not listening to Miss the, the, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill with incense <laughs> with incense in the background and like <laughs> that thing that thing. <laughs> right. right. You know, so that's my whole thing. Like you wanna you wanna allow them some latitude. You wanna give the guidance, but if you try to engage in that that real deal lockdown shit then you're setting yourself up for drama yep no you you i mean i think i think you got a great um your use case even though you didn't intend this to be kind of the trial period for that you flipped it into mm-hmm. something that i think is is super dope because like now you can put it in that check that box off like all right well she proves herself to be somewhat adequate in handling the situation if she chooses right. to go again, I have certain level of confidence that she will know kind of how to move and, and take the situation and not create some sort of craziness. And that will set her off on on a good path when it comes to college because she's got that experience. So that I'm putting that that's, in my notebook. Yo, that's what we seek. And you know what? That, I would say, is the most difficult thing for parents to get to is a a balanced place where you can allow for latitude and not, you want to actually engage in some real heartfelt discourse about the boundaries, the lines, the, the fact that it's going to be dudes trying to come at them. That's the, see, that's the difficulty because you see that when they start getting 13, 14, 15 grown ass men, is coming for them. If you got girls and you know, like, you need to be able to engage in some actual strategic discourse with them about that circumstance because you ain't going to be there, right? Yeah. So Drunk. you almost want to give them some latitudes and show them potential pitfalls and then also, you know, cultivate within them an ability to be their own self-surveillance mechanism. Mm-hmm. You know, because you, you ain't going to be there. I know I'm not going to be there. I need some peace of mind that she know, she know how to navigate. Yeah. You know? Critical. So, Ninjas. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but 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 rest rest assured, I'm trying to be somewhere nearby. So if I get the nine one one call, either I'm on my way or I'm deploying a team of ninjas. Yeah, to come and rest. Navy SEAL ninjas with drones. watching every move (laughs) (laughs) right right you know but then you can't even engage in that too close because you don't want to lose credibility or access yeah disguises (laughs) 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 true i'm about to get it is halloween season i'm about to get my um mustache and nose and glasses and shit So, so we're gonna wrap it up pretty soon, but um, I just yeah. wanted to ask you one more thing. Um, you, know, you watch Euphoria? That's what you want to ask. Definitely don't want to ask that. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So, you know, we've known, uh, you know, I've known, I've known you for for years, long time, and um, 
and you've always spoken very highly of your dad and that, uh, you know, you guys yeah, seem to have had a very tight relationship growing up. And uh, I know that he, you know, passed kind of recently. Just, Absolutely. just curious, you know, how you have processed that, um, especially being that, you know, you guys had such a, a good relationship and it seemed like, you know, his influence on you was a very positive one um, and one that probably pushes, you know, the the kind of things that you're doing with your kids. So I'm just curious how you have, yeah. have processed that. Yeah, man, you know, the, the ill part of that, man, is like not everybody has what I had with my father, man. Like, you know, my father was like, extra involved my parents divorced when i was you know young but my father was like extra there right and 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 always in the mix trying to shape my mentals and all that and um plus you know he he's also a civil rights activist and a uh original freedom rider and like he oh, you know no. he did some real storybook shit like he did some real you know jail in jackson mississippi like there with martin Luther king like yeah. Down the street when the when the, when the when the four little girls got you know killed in the bombing, like he was heavy off into that. But his, you know, and he was always coming for my mentals, right, um, to sh help shape them. Particularly when uh, you know I jetted DC and went to boarding school, came back, went to college, you know, all that. So he was always if I had a really strong uh, you know formational foundation like with my father. And I I found I find that that is it's it's quite rare out there, right? So, amongst the people that you you run into. So that said, um, you know, his passing was 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 kind of abrupt because he was very healthy, capable, independent, all of that. But he was also 87, you know, and um, so it was like a rapid decline. Like Thanksgiving, he passed out. Whatever by December 14th, he had passed away, you know. And so while that was, um, you know, quite abrupt, it was also a situation where, like, you know, you could, like, I could, I could feel like, wow, a life well lived uh, over a long duration where he, you know, he gave strong commitment to my own personal development and that of, you know, the rest of my siblings and everybody else he encountered. So, the, you know what the illest part about it is? Like, even to this day, I'll be like, damn, I got to call my dad and tell him about this shit, right? Oh. You know, or whatever circumstance. And yeah. it, I mean, all the time, right? And then I'm like, damn, okay, well, I can't I can't even call him, right? But then I'm like, okay, well, I can talk to him right here. But, you know, and, but here's the strange thing. That tends to happen, like, when I'm shaving, looking in the mirror, shit like that, right? So it's almost like a thing where I feel like, you know, I'm embodying a part of his essence on some level so i'm like looking at myself and reminded of my father on some level subconsciously and then i think about that right so it's, it's ill but um you know i like i said reflecting upon it um it's a situation where it's like i have a really strong body of memories and wisdom and sayings and you know, uh, ideology and thought process to draw from. And I, it's more like I feel compelled to then bestow that upon, uh, the, the, the youth them that I, that I come encounter with, right? like, you know, my, my kids and, and their friends. And, 
And that's how he got down. You know, I was always embarrassed by my dad engaging with my friends all the time. But then they were always telling me, yo, your dad is cool as shit. You know, but right. I was embarrassed. So I make it a point to engage in embarrassing activity with my uh, children's friends. And, <laughs> and I, I, I engage them, right? Like, you know, and, and you know, while it might be mortifying for my kids, they, um, you know, the, the, the larger body of kids, like they, they, they really appreciate that. You know what I mean? And, you know, so that's, that's kind of how I, how I would portray it. It's, it's an ongoing thing, but you know, and you know, you know, another thing real quick, I saw this shit the other day, I was watching this um, show and um, they, they were talking, the actors were talking about their, their fathers. Right. And the actors were saying, it's almost like you feel like you're, acting in, in your adulthood you feel like you're almost like a fake ass version of your dad and you feel like you're faking the funk um trying to aspire to 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 achieve what your father has done and i and i, and I will i will say that i do feel that way on some levels like he went in you know and he he battled some crazy shit but that also gives me inspiration when i'm dealing with the trials and tribulations of my circumstance i'm like yo I didn't have to deal with the ill shit that he had to deal with, you know, like uh, in the 60s and getting cattle prodded and locked up and, you know, all of that. I didn't have to deal with that. So it's a it's it's, it's a wild circumstance, but it's also very self-reflective. And, and, and uh, all you got to do, man, is just like I know with me, I, I just cherish the time that we had and try to sort of draw from that and pay it forward, man. Paying it forward. That's really what it is, you know. That's what I would say. Yeah, Damn, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know your, your dad passed. So I yeah, condolences. I sent my yeah. condolences. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate I, you know, and I don't, nice. I don't want to, I don't want to drag this out too long. But I, I, I think about my own mortality and that of my parents oh, yeah. all the time. And it's oh, something, yeah. it's something that I can't, I can't feel okay about. You know what I mean? Like I, I know some people are just like, yo, you're gonna die someday, whatever. But it's, I'm never comfortable at all thinking about any mm-hmm. either one of those scenarios. So I, I can't imagine how difficult that must have been for you. But it sounds like you're in a decent place right now. So props to you. Yeah, man. You know, because both both my parents have passed in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a year and a half span. And but my own personal understanding of our more our mortality is that. You know, it's like the first law of thermodynamics. Energy never is created or destroyed. It just changes form. We dissipate, and, yo, they everywhere now. they just boundless right now. So part of that whole reflection on, like, oh, I got to call my dad, I'm like, yo, he's everywhere, right? He, he, you know, so I would say that that's been a coping mechanism of mine that, you know, hey, what they say, nerd, never, ever really die. You know, like, we, we don't. I think we just change forms into something that our human vessels cannot understand. Or it's metaphysics. But, right. Booyaka. So that's, that's, that's where I'm at with it. So I'm encouraged by it. You feel me? And it was a life well lived. So Love that. That's, that's how I look at it, you know? Boom. Yo, C's man, mm-hmm. it, it's been a yep. real pleasure hearing everything you had to tell us, man. This this was uh, an eye-opening episode for sure, on a lot of levels. Hey, hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all, y'all doing it. y'all, y'all teasing out the discourse and, and talking about the damn thing and getting the shit is like like your boy Tech said, the shit is therapeutic, man. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, we got a we got a open floor, man. Anytime you want to join us again, you know. And just bring bring Lauren, you know. Yeah, yeah why, not? <laughs> ah, why not? Miss Hill the sun. Parent meeting and shit. <laughs> yeah. Just just let her know that this is called the fatherhood, but we, we look at the parental guidance on both sides. So yes. you know, come yes. through. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, sir. Without question. All right. All right, bro. Cool man. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Okay. Man. Absolutely. I'll catch up with y'all. All right, yep. peace. Later. Peace.